The Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Bet365. Bet365 is offering new users a $1,000 risk-free bet. Sign up today at sportsgamblingpodcast.com slash bet365. We're brought to you by Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting research platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Download the Hall of Fame Bets app or visit hofbets.com. Use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month and start making smarter bets today. We're also brought to you by GameTime. GameTime has last-minute tickets, lowest price guaranteed. Use promo code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Hockey Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. I'm your host, Brian Gilbert, joined as always with my co-host, Joel Meyer. How are we doing tonight, Joel? Pretty, pretty good, man. Um, still on a high from last night, the Quinn Hughes overtime winner. I think I'm, I still have a, a half after that glorious goal. Um, yeah, I mean, it, it's weird because back, like, I spent maybe five, six years out of hockey, like after the, the sack of gears, whatever. And then I was all into music philosophy and whatever. But then when I got back into sports, I tried, I really tried to like the Canucks, you know, the hometown team. That's what you're supposed to do. You, you want to shoot for the hometown team. And I, I tried my best, but at the end of the day, the, the heart disagreed. So I, I stuck as an avalanche fan, but now, now, now that I got a shitload of money on the Canucks in so many different ways, I am turning back into a Canucks fan, like hundred percent. That, that's one way to get to get your uh, your heart and your your um back into it is just having it tied with your bankroll. And I'm yeah, I'm just absolutely loving the Canucks season right now. See, uh, Pedersen got a goal already with a huge assist. So we're just keeping it rolling, boys. Not the power play goal. That's that's a problem. We can get into that later. But five on five play has got to um, step it up. But yeah, so far so good for the old Canucks. Yeah, I mean, you have so many different bets on them too. You got, you got Patterson, you got Demka, you got you got Quinn Hughes for for Norris, maybe for Hart too. You got Tocket. Uh, you get you get your daily Tocket bet in. Of course, of course, it's getting a little little expensive now, but uh, there's still some value in there. There's still a little bit of meat on that bone. Yeah, that's how I was uh, last season with the Eagles because I got them to win the Super Bowl at a pretty good price mid season. So I was I was kind of back in on them, and then they they broke my heart. Mm-hmm. I hedged out for a little bit because, of course, I did, but still it was heartbreaking there. Uh, I'm, I'm doing all right tonight. You know, uh, Penguins screwed me. They lost to the Devils without – they're not making the playoffs. Talent, you're not going to listen to this anyway, but they're not making the playoffs. Um, <laughs> you just need to insult some Leafs, and then he'll listen. Oh, yeah, yeah. Uh, also, Yotes won. They didn't, didn't cover the team total. Golden Knights, wild comeback in the, in the third period. They went up by two on a, on a power play. Canadians came back. Uh, what else we got? Those are the games of final. Lightning up 2-1 on the Blackhawks right now. Connects Flames tied 1-1. So we'll, we'll, we'll keep you updated on those games as they, those go along, though, even though they're going to be finished by the time you listen to this, I'm sure. All right. Yeah, um, Habs, Habs broke my heart. They were up. Uh, they had two two-goal leads, 2 nothing and 3-1, I think. But uh, the Knights and Knights are too good at coming back in these games. Um, great performance by Caden Primo. Primo. Uh, what, what, who's, who's the injured goalie? Why is he playing in that now? Is it, is it Jake Allen is out? I think that's, I, I 
guess. So I saw Montembeau. Montembeau started recently. Yeah, so it must be Jake Allen. Unfortunately, he had a tremendous start to the season. Yeah, he was good. Uh, oh, I forgot. Speaking of the Knights, uh, it looks like my, my live betting touch has been back today. I hit the Knights. I hit the Lightning when they're down one nothing. They're up 2-1. Um, I hit the Red Wings earlier. Also, a uh, shout out Talon for his uh his his dream <laughs> he had three. for his three three final score. I took it one step further. I, I I put I put some on three three. I put some on four four. So that went went four four in overtime. So that was a good uh, good way to start the day, along with hit, hitting my over there. Uh, yeah, and, and if you if you if you took this end, you would have uh, cashed out early if you were on bet three six five because they were up four they were up three nothing they were up four nothing. It looked like it was gonna just walk the whole way. He said that it was a god game. Who knew that he turned into a prophet with his, with his dream? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, all right. We got we got three games late on Friday. We're touching on our, our weekly uh, player award update stuff. Still, still some interesting markets there. Uh, but in the meantime, make sure you go subscribe to the Hockey Human Podcast wherever you listen to your podcast. If that's on Apple, please leave us a five star rating and review. Uh, same thing on Spotify. Please uh, subscribe on YouTube as well. Uh, give us a like, give us a comment. All the good stuff over there really helps the algorithm, helps us, helps the show grow, helps for more discoverability. And also uh, helps show the grow is the Discord, sg.pn slash Discord. Uh, apparently, the Hockey Channel has the most active members of the SGPN Discord, like for the top five or something. By far. Is, is not surprising <laughs> given how active we are. So if you want to join the Discord, uh, sg.pn slash discord that's a short link or you can just search for the sports gambling podcast network if you're on discord or you can reach out to the hockey gambling podcast and twitter account at hockey sgpn we'll get you there or you can uh reach out to me on twitter or you can uh you know get it go down to the go down to the local local bookshop and uh you know get in your daily talk it for jack adams bet and joel will be right there along with you and you'll he'll be like all right how do you get on the discord and joel, joel will tell you right then good one Good one. <laughs> um, anything else from tonight? We can kill a few minutes, or are we just going to go into these these games tomorrow? Uh, no, I didn't really see too much. Just fucking Tyler Toffoli keeps keeps killing it, man. He's got such a such a wicked shot. Yeah. He he was the one who put that game over. Um, no, I didn't. Of course, you know, I get home from work when the third period is starting or thereabouts. So yeah, I missed missed the first two periods. Uh, well, or, I guess it was the NHL rink size in the early game. I, I was gonna, I was gonna bring that up. I did not notice it, but I did see a big stink being made about where the benches are. Like seventy five percent of the benches are in the like offensive or defensive zone. So they were talking about how teams could get uh, rogue offsides calls or uh, too many men calls. And I think that, I think they got a too many men call late in the game. That was kind of kind of touchy. But uh, interesting. Okay, I think the Senators were not able to to convert on that. But I, I did not see a verdict. I didn't really search out for it. But it so did you didn't watch look- the game. I didn't. Well, it was like four nothing. That's why I, I I was working. So I was like, nah, I'll just whatever. But I, I watched a bit of it, and it looked it looked wider, but it may have just been the camera angle or something. I don't know if we have that, someone. It must be. It must be NHL size because you would notice if it was uh, the European because it's like fucking wide, and it's 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 instantly uh, apparent. All right. Uh, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm not 100 percent sure on that, but um. Yeah, that was that was a back and forth game. We got um, plenty of more more of those coming up. Global Series, I think, throughout the weekend. So make sure you guys check that out. And make sure you guys check out Bet Three Six Five. We're brought to you by Bet Three Six Five. Bet Three Six Five is the world's favorite sports book, trusted by over eighty-eight million players worldwide. Prop sides, totals, live betting. Bet Three Six Five has you covered. And if you like boost, you're going to love Bet Three Six Five, like a thirty percent profit boost on your same game parlay. Plus, they even have an early payout offer. 
team goes up three goals. Sign up today and choose from two bonus offers, either a $1,000 no-sweat bet or bet $5, get $150 in bonus bets. Just head to sportsgrandpodcast.com slash bet365, sportsgrandpodcast.com slash bet365, or use the sign-up link in our show bio. Problem gambling? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. We're also brought to you by Underdog Fantasy. Underdog Fantasy has a way to play alongside your favorite fantasy players all season long, no matter the sport. Simply pick higher or lower on your favorite players' fantasy stats and cash in. So watch along, make your picks, and maybe make a little cash over on Underdog's mobile app or website, underdogfantasy.com. When you sign up with the promo code SGPN, Underdog will double your first deposit of up to $100. That's Underdog Fantasy, promo code SGPN. Mitchell, ready going to this uh, big three-game slate for Friday, November 17th. Yes, sir. All right, kicking off at uh, 2 o'clock, 2 o'clock in the afternoon, Eastern game in uh, Sweden, the Global Series. We have the Toronto Maple Leafs uh, versus the Detroit Red Wings, back-to-back for the Red Wings. So I believe it should be Alec Lyon in net. Uh, they are, Red Wings are plus 142. Maple Leafs are minus 170. Uh, over-under is at 6.5, overpaying off minus 125. Under plus 105. Uh, what do you got for this afternoon matchup here? Well, I mentioned yesterday that I, or yeah, I think it was yesterday that I don't bet these these European games. But um, I might do it this one because the, the total at six and a half, minus 125, the way the Wings are playing, the way the Leafs are playing, neither team can play defense. Both teams have questionable, inconsistent goaltending. So I think the only way I'd look is the over now that we're 95% sure that it is the nhl standard uh rink size ice size whatever you want to call it uh so yeah the the over would be the look i mean the, the leafs at minus 170 i think is a uh, a little cheap too considering it's it's lying in net and then the red wings are not a good team they've just been yeah they've been getting lucky with the goal scoring and then uh or the occasional hot goalie game so i lean to the leafs but uh stronger lean to the leafs uh, or rather the over uh for this one i yeah, I, I might bet it. We'll see. We'll see how the, the lines go. But uh, at this point, that, that's that's the way I play this game. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I lean both of those ways as well. Over six and a half. It's minus 125 here, but you can still get it minus 115. I think that's a great bet given how the Red Wings played today. I mean, they showed they can they can score and they showed they're going to allow some goals too. And this, you know, Toronto may may show some some sleepiness, some some jet lag or whatnot, but they, they've been there for a few days now they should be be raring to go there with with uh willie nylander nylander taking the uh going going back to sweden he's probably the, their best player right now he, i think he's had a point in every game so far or most of the games and yeah detroit just is not playing good hockey back to back does not help them either so like the leafs here a lot as well uh leafs minus 170 that should definitely go up don't mind the puck climb plus 145 but could be a close game so over and, and the leafs for me uh, going down to 8 o'clock now, we have the Buffalo Sabres at the Winnipeg Jets. Game itself is in that cold-ass, boring-ass Winnipeg. Uh, Jets are minus 180 on the money line. Jets on the puck line are plus 140. Sabres are plus 150. Over-under is at 6.5, overpaying off minus 115, with the under at minus 105. Uh, first game without Tage Thompson for the Sabres, right? He was injured in the loss to the Bruins, the back-to-back losses there for, for the Sabres. Now lost three of their past four as well. Uh, meanwhile, you got Winnipeg on the other side. Won four of their past five. Only loss was to Dallas, which there, there's no shame in that based on how Dallas is playing so far this season. So 
I, I like Winnipeg here. I'm, I'm going to go with Winnipeg on the puck line, plus 140. Uh, they've been winning games you know, by at least two goals, three goals, 6-3, 6-3, 5-2, 5-3, 4-1, are their last six wins there in their last 10 games. And you know, Sabres may not be able to score much without Tage Thompson. They, only, they got outscored 5-2, 4 nothing in their past two games. So see something similar here. So, yeah, give me the Jets on the puck line at plus 140. Uh, for a side, I'd probably lean to the over, but pass on the total for me. Hmm. Yeah, I agree with you with the – Winnipeg Sabers, you know, you can buy into the the fallen star through. Maybe they rally the troops and rally around their their fallen hero and come up with a strong performance here, trying to compensate for their their missing star player. But uh, you you can't overlook the Jets here. These guys are legit. They're playing some excellent hockey. Uh, they're winning games and they're winning games comfortably, like you said. And yeah, their, their numbers are looking pretty good. Uh, you know, beneath the beneath the wins too. So they're not being uh, too fortunate. Connor Hellebuck is, and they, yeah, they're, they're doing without Connor Hellebuck being Connor Hellebuck uh, right now. He's not one of the better goalies in the league, but uh, it doesn't matter because these Jets can score and they're playing better defensively. So yeah, I love the Jets here. Just much more complete team. Sabers, uh, I, I got a bet to mention later on about the Sabers, but for this one, we'll, we'll start it off with with the, like a Jets and regulation or or the puck line if you like. Uh, yeah, I like that. Um, the total, yeah, I think I like the. Under six and a half, I mentioned Hellbuck struggling, but he's, he's still one of the – he's still a great goalie beneath all that uh, early issues after signing the big contract. And uh, like I said, they're playing much better defensively. And the Sabres, uh, they're very hit or miss when it comes to goal scoring. Plus, I think that they'll be trying to play a more defensive game without Tage Thompson around. That's a possibility, a strong possibility. So I lean to the under, but I think the, the better play is just backing the uh, – backing the home team in, in whichever way. Yeah, all right, going down to the final game on the docket here at 10 o'clock. We have the Florida Panthers at the Anaheim Ducks. Game itself is at the Quack Palace. Uh, Ducks are plus 140. Panthers are minus 166. Over-under is 6.5, overpaying off minus 130. Under is at plus 110. Uh, what do you got for this Cats versus Ducks matchup? Florida are about to play the Kings in about 15 minutes here. And so, yeah, it's tough to to uh, you know bet a game in advance, but I, I do that all the time, so I, I can't use that as an excuse to pass this up. And yeah, the Ducks got smashed by the Avalanche in their last game, but that was totally a scheduled loss after you know uh, going all over the place. That was their four, the third game in four days. Plus, uh, they went from Nashville up into Denver with the altitude. You can clearly <laughs> you can see they they clearly did not have the the juice to keep up with the Avs, who were um, you know on a bit of a roll now, two games in a row. And uh, yeah, so it's a different situation here coming back home. And all that, but I don't really have a, a strong feeling in this game. Maybe the uh, is it Bobrovsky and Net tonight? I should have looked at this. Before. It is. It's, it's the Stolars revenge game tomorrow. Okay, the Stolars revenge. He what? was with the Ducks, right? He's with the Panthers now. Ah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're right. You're right. Stolars revenge game. Sure. Um, yeah, I guess I guess the under maybe, but it's a Panthers game, man. They they don't they don't play defense, and they don't have uh, their two best defenders either. So. It's a this is this is just a hard hard one to call. Uh, I, I guess take the Ducks, considering the Panthers are, are going to be in a hard fought battle with the Kings, and this line will likely um, go uh, one way towards the Ducks. So uh, yeah, at this point, bet the Ducks are nothing. Lean to the under six and a half. Ducks playing 
incredibly better than they did last year defensively. And they're, they're getting some good goaltending from both their goalies. Uh, Gibson and Dostal have both been great. So lean to the under, lean to the Ducks at this point, but uh, not feeling too confident about either. Yeah, I, I agree with pretty much all of that. The Ducks here are plus 140. That is that is the highest they are on the board. They're as low as plus 130 most places, down at plus 125 elsewhere. So that line is definitely going to move towards them, especially if the Panthers, depending on what happened with the Panthers tonight in LA. Uh, yeah, I, if, if I had to go away, I, I might, might throw a half unit on the Ducks or something like that. So we can, we can all be quacking on a, on a Friday night in the Discord there, having a good time. Uh, but yeah, for the total. I think I have to lean to the under six and a half just just because it's at plus one ten. Uh, but the, uh, the Panthers have been playing a bunch of over games, but maybe they you know, kind of tone it down a bit on, on a back to back. I'm not sure if that's something they even know how to do. And the Ducks, yeah, it looks like they're having some regression finally, but that was a schedule loss as you mentioned. So maybe returning back home here would be good for them. Uh, so yeah, lean to the Ducks and lean to the under there. Just both both underdogs. These are two teams that also thrive when they're from behind. Like the Ducks have been especially lucky this year coming back uh, from a goal, two goals down, winning in the third period or in overtime. And the Panthers have always been like that for the past three years. Uh, They go down two goals. They've got no problem in the game 4-3. So that's uh, a live betting opportunity perhaps. Yeah, and sometimes you can even bet a team to win from behind. That's usually usually, uh, teams to win behind. uh, Team to score first to lose is, is a popular one, right? Uh, yeah, but here, here's one here. Teams win from behind. Panthers are plus two seventy. Ducks are plus three forty. So like, just just, just bet them both. <laughs> just, just, just pick, or, or pick one, or yeah, if you're gonna be active, active in the Discord, there's gonna be live bets all the time there, especially with uh, Archer with all, all of his live period bets and whatnot. So there's plenty of uh, action to get in on there. All right, uh, consensus plays for this big three game slate: uh, the Leafs, Red Wings over six and a half minus one twenty five. That is the NHL rank, by the way. So. It's uh, confirmed Confirm. there. And then the Jets either on the puck line, plus 140, or I think regulation is minus 130 at home against the Sabres there without the H. Thompson. Uh, all right. Uh, I got a short slate, so that means it's time for the Professor Meyer weekly NHL player awards updates. Yes. Uh, I guess we don't have a best bet because we, we don't feel confident about any of these plays. Maybe just the Jets. It, Give us a double one on the Jets or, regulation. How I don't know. I, I might like the, the Leafs wings over more. Okay. Then I'll take the Jets regulation. Right. Those uh, are our best bets. Then. Let me uh, let me see how our ones last week did here. And pull up I won the Sharks. I bet against them. <laughs> Who do they play? Uh, I I did not Panthers? Oh, it's the Panthers, minus one and a half. Oh, okay. I don't have it in the spreadsheet. So we'll, we'll have it for... for you lost game. yours, I'm Too pretty right. sure. Um, I, I, you don't remember. <laughs> I, I don't remember. I probably, I probably lost it, though, based off how my locked all total were going. So that, that, that would track <laughs> for me. Right, what do you got, though? Start, oh, start yes. The heart? Let's go. Let's go. Uh, let's start with the heart. Yeah, that was a lightning score. Um, let's see. The heart is an interesting one because the uh, Connor McDavid show is back on track after uh, scoring in two straight games, I think. And he's looking a lot better, at least from what I saw in the game against the Kraken and then they come from behind win there. Um, but his odds strangely have uh, only gone up. So figure, figure that out. Um, plus 330 I'm seeing here. 
Austin Matthews back up to six to one just because he hasn't played a game. <laughs> what kind of fucking sense does that make? Uh, so yeah, at this point, um, it's it's yeah, Jack Hughes back down to nine to one again just because he hasn't been playing. He's going to be back on Saturday against the Rangers. I'm ninety percent sure. And so yeah, I think that the uh, Matthews and Hughes are look look a little juicy there. I Connor McDavid, I mean, he can do it for sure, but plus three hundred, plus three thirty, it's still um. It was still far too short to back that because he's had such a slow start. Plus, you know, you don't know what's going on with his injury. It's it's, it's uh, fairly unknown what's he what he's struggling with. And yeah, he's just he's behind the eight ball. He's so far behind these other guys. It's, he's got a, a lot of work to catch up. And you got to figure that the Oilers are going to make the playoffs as well because there's he's not going to win if the Oilers don't. Um, so yeah, Matthews and Hughes I think are are decent. I uh, ah, flames fucking scored. Um, but uh, I've been backing Pedersen and McKinnon a lot. McKinnon's still twenty to one. He, he's still putting up points, and yeah, these guys are are the, are the, the horses I'd like to back at this point. Uh, yeah, Quinn Hughes at forty to one. He had another assist today. I like that one still. I know you had a crazy number on him at that three hundred to one. Yeah, yeah uh, two or three hundred there. I don't know if you max that out, but if, if you didn't, I really regret not not getting you to put some money on that down for me too. But anyway, uh, yeah, Quinn Hughes at forty-one, I think, is is great. He, I, I heard the other day, a couple couple voters said that he was he was one of their favorites, and he's at forty-one. Yeah. One of them said, "Jump on that." So I will. I, I'm just listening to the voters, and the voters are telling you to jump on a guy to win the heart, and they're fucking voting for it. I think that's a good bet. So Quinn Hughes forty-one. McCarr is down to fifty to one. He, he's 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 been better too like he's he's putting up uh two three-point games as well so uh I, I still like him after that it gets into a bit of a lottery ticket kind of deal i don't see anyone else really popping out to me right now um yeah uh, these guys I, are not gonna win i have a few you didn't mention uh i, I like david pasternak at, at nine to one i mean the bruins are still one of the best teams in the league if, if they win that division and he finishes, you know, up there in points right now. He's, he has twenty four. He's two behind the Vancouver trio, or maybe three behind now after after that goal and assist. But Vancouver's not going to keep it up. Panarin's tied with him. He's not going to keep it up. And I could see, you know, Pasternak's going to score most of their goals or have a hand on most of their goals. So I, I could see him. He finished second last year, so I think at nine to one, that's not uh, too bad there. I was scrolling down a bit. Jack Eichel is at 80 to 1 here, 75 to 1, 50 to 1, different places. I don't think he really has too much of a chance, but if Vegas keeps it up and he can keep up his scoring, there might be some possibility there. They're still 13 3 and 1, which is an insane start to the year there. And uh, I guess we just have to give our boy Tally some, some airtime here. What are your thoughts on Crosby at, um, I'm finding him 80 to 1 here? Yeah, you're looking at a different book than I am, so it's uh, different prices there. Pasternak at nine to one is is a lot more feasible than what I'm seeing at six to one. Yeah, you, you mentioned him. He was, uh, yeah, he's he's up there in the points, and he's carrying the Bruins' offense. And the Bruins are apparently on course to win another President's Trophy, so they're they're going to get uh, some kind of award, I'm sure. Uh, Pasternak could be the probably the likeliest uh, at this point. He's not going to win, or Montgomery's not going to win the Jack Adams. I really doubt either goalie's going to win the no or the Vezina. Um, McAvoy's not going to north, so it's really just Pasternak for the heart if they want to reward the Bruins that way. Uh, as for Crosby, yeah, 80-1, to 1, yeah, it's it's all right, but, uh, you know, you, you said they're not going to make the playoffs. You, you, you bet Talon that they won't. 
And I mean, I, I think that they have a good chance now. I mean, they, they've been heating up, but they lost the Devils today, and, and the Metro's turning into a, a better division than I expected with with the Capitals on a roll, the Flyers being good, and the the Hurricanes got to turn around. The, the Rangers being one of the best teams in the league, so it's it's going to be a gong show in the Metro. And in the Atlantic, like it's going to be hard to make the playoffs for the Pens. So uh, even at eighty to one, it, it's it's not making my card, but I can see the logic behind it because you know obviously it's it's a brand name and uh, Crosby can do whatever the fuck he wants. So yeah, if, if you like the Pens, then you bet Crosby at eighty to one too. If you, if you just bet uh, that in addition to the the Pens making the playoffs, if if you like them to do things going forward. Um, but yeah, that that's uh, that's all I got for that. I'm not betting it myself. Yeah, he's at 19 points through 14 games. I'm not sure if that includes tonight. Tonight he had an assist. Uh, so yeah, he has 20 points in 15 games now. So he's he's on he's on good pace. If I think if the Penguins make the playoffs, if he keeps us up, I think he definitely has a chance. But there's there, I think there's too many guys ahead of him. Like Hughes, I think even McDavid would be be ahead of him at this point as long as he keeps up. He gets back on track. Pass or not, Panarin's up there. Kucherov, uh, Talon's boy, could could be up there as well. So yeah, 80 to one. You know. There, there are definitely worse odds out there. I saw, I saw Bedard somewhere was like fifty to one, which is just absolutely insane. But mm-hmm. so, so, so at, at that at that price, eighty to one for Crosby isn't too bad. Uh, right, right. So, what do we do next? Vesna. Uh, we Vesna. well, well, next we're brought to you by Game Time. Uh, game Time. <laughs> Uh, buying tickets to your favorite event should not be stressful. Game Time is the fast and easy way to buy tickets for all the sports, music, comedy, and theater near you. With killer deals on last-minute tickets and their best price guarantee, you can stop stressing over the tickets and start the hype for the fun you'll have. Game Time app experience is fantastic. Easy to find and buy tickets for every kind of event. Flash deals, last-minute tickets, and a lowest price guarantee. And, of course, the images of the, images of the seat views to know exactly what to expect before you arrive. So snag the tickets without distress with Game Time. Download the Game Time app, create an account, and use code CFBX for $20 off your first purchase. Terms apply. Again, create an account and redeem code CFBX for $20 off. Download game time today. Last minute tickets, lowest price, guaranteed. And win bigger by betting smarter this NFL season with Hall of Fame Bets, the sports betting analytics platform for parlays, player props, and game lines. Research every sports bet with historical stats and data. Enter any parlay idea into Hall of Fame Bets' revolutionary parlay optimizer tool to get hit rates broken down by leg as well as an expected probability for the entire parlay. Uh, sort all players by hit rate for any bet to learn which players are hot, which picks have value. So stop betting in the dark and join over 30,000 users researching with Hall of Fame bets to craft more intelligent, data-driven parlays. Download the Hall of Fame bets app or visit hofbets.com and use code SGPN to get 50% off your first month today. Start researching, start winning with Hall of Fame bets. All right, Joel, where are we going? Where are we going next here around the rink? Oh, I teased Vesna, so let's let's do that next. Um, yeah, I, I want to reiterate, like, if people listening to this show in the early season and in the off season are in a, and if they tailed, are in a, in a great shape because I'm in a fucking awesome shape. Like, all these awards are going swimmingly, uh, except for the Calder, but we'll get to that. Um, I mean, the heart would be a lot better if Jack Houston get injured because he was going to run away with it. Yeah. He was averaging two points a game. But he's, he's going to be back, and he'll be back in the mix there. So that's looking good. Plus, it gave me opportunity to uh, make a nice bet on the Quinn Hughes in particular. Um, so hopefully that comes through. And and Elias Patterson at 35-1. You were on that early. I was a little late, but uh, not too late because he's down to 10-1. to 1. Anyway, Vezina, 
we forecasted that Demko and Ottinger would uh, turn into the favorites, and lo and behold, that is exactly what's happened. They are the, the favorites in most books now. Sorokin is, is falling, as he should. Uh, I mean, he's, he's still probably as the highest ceiling in terms of the best goalie in the league because based on what he did last year, it was historically good. He was keeping the Islanders afloat. The only reason why they made the playoffs, but this year he doesn't have it. He's being outplayed by his backup, Semyon Varlamov. Uh, so he and the Islanders are looking to fire their coach, possibly. Uh, they're, they're, they're what they've lost five or six games in a row, they're on the outside looking in. So, Sorokin, you can probably write him off. Connor Hellebuck, uh, still way too short 12 to 1, Saros 10 to 1, Predators suck as well. These guys are hopeless. Um, Swayman and Elmark are interesting because they're playing elite hockey, especially Swayman, but. It's hard to see the the voters uh, who are the the GMs giving it to uh, another Bruins after last year. They'll they'll credit the system. I've mentioned this before, so I think you can write those guys off as well. Interesting to see Aiden Hill's odds dropping as they should. I hopefully uh, yeah, a couple days ago I said that you people should be betting Aiden Hill, and then lo and behold, people are betting Aiden Hill. So I'm um, I'm seeing him as low as uh, fifteen to one here, and yeah. They, I think he should be third, to be honest. The way that the the Knights are playing, I mean, he didn't have a good game today against the Habs, um, but in general, his, his his numbers have been very good. Plus, he's going to be on a on a team that's probably uh, has the top three likeliest teams to win the Presidents Trophy. Um, so yeah, and, and voters, the GMs, like to reward teams with uh, with these these. Uh, player awards so that that's a good shout there still at 16 to 1 15 to 1 hopefully you can find better than that i'm sure you can after that five to one yes yeah there you go that's excellent um georgiev uh he after a very strong start he's drifted all the way down to 40 to 1 here i'm seeing and i he's the only one i'd be interested in if the avs can keep bowling he gets his game back and i could see him doing things carter hart Interesting at fifty to one as well. Uh, we have to hope and pray that the Flyers make the playoffs. Don't think he's winning without that happening. But if they do, he's he's going to be in the mix, I think. But other than that, I don't I don't like anybody else. Uh, how about you? Do you see anything well, else? There's one name. Are you, down your guy Cam Talbot is down to seventy five to one. Oh, no, no. I'm, I'm not touting Cam Cam Talbot anymore. But uh, the crazy man himself, Jordan Bennington, is 50 to 1, 60 to 1, 66 to 1. He, he's second in goal save above expected behind Demko ahead of ahead of Hill. So I think that might be worth a stab. Like if the Blues make the playoffs and he carries him there, you know, that's that's definitely a possibility. Yeah, I, I agree with you. Else. Blues are coming down to earth. They will. Yeah. I guarantee I, it. I, I agree. It should be out in Jordemko. I, I guess Hill should be third because I don't think Shostorkin's winning it. I don't think Sorokin's winning it. I guess Sorokin could win it if, if he bounces back and he gets like the votes that he didn't get last year when he should have won it. But Saros, I don't I don't know how he's still 10 to 1. He has not been good, and the Predators aren't gonna probably make the playoffs. I mean, they, they've been fine, but Saros hasn't been good. Hellebuck hasn't been good. Swayman's not shit. They're bottom of the central. Are they that bad? Oh wow, yeah, five and <laughs> ten. They're, they're, okay, they're, they're worse than I thought. So yeah, they have no chance. Swayman has no chance. And then Hill, then Allmark, then Gorgiev, Hart. Yeah, so Hill should be a lot higher. I think he'll definitely be bet into. Is he's starting most of the games for Vegas? Right, he has nine starts out of the games that they played. Now they've played. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Thompson's been all right, but uh, Hill's been better. Um, one more thing, just yeah, Shosturkin I think could win this award easily because of how 
while the Rangers are playing, and then they're playing better five on five, giving him more protection. But he's still not the same guy he was two years ago when he won the award going away. Um, but yeah, Shosturkin, I think, is the only. He's probably third choice to Demko and Ottinger, but the odds are not nearly as good as Aiden Hill. So I still like Hill a lot better. But I think it's it's really just uh, Demko and Ottinger to lose at this point. They 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 should really be like four to one, both of them, and maybe Ottinger a little bit favored because I don't think the Canucks are going to maintain this pace, whereas the Stars are uh, are a wagon. Yeah, Ottinger at six to one probably is one of the one of the best bets. We're going to talk about it for for at least favorites. If you're not talking about like throwing a dart or a long shot, I think him at six to one, he should definitely be four to one or, or shorter there. Um, yeah, I was looking back at at last year, like Allmark only started 48 games and Swayman started 33, so that was like a you know a decent split. So I, I could see a, a similar split for uh, Hill and Thompson in, in Vegas and. Hill definitely should be up to up higher. So if you can still find him twenty five to one, I think even twenty to one or fifteen to one is still a, a bit too short for for how he's he's playing and most importantly how the, the Knights are playing. Yeah, man. Okay, let's go on to the Norris, uh, which is again, it's funny how these things work. Like uh, in the NHL, you know who's going to win these awards like ninety percent of the time early on. Like you you can like write off a lot of the field. Uh, we saw that with the Vesna. I think Demko and Auditor are going to fight to the end. And right now we're going into a rematch of the Calder race between Quinn Hughes and Kale McCarr. Quinn Hughes, should be, he's, he's obviously winning the award right now. Like two to one is still stupid. I would bet that if you don't have him already. Um, he should be gosh, just the clear favorite right now. And I think the only one who could catch him is Kale McCarr, considering the team plays behind him, given the fact that he is the better player, all, all things considered. And uh, the, the Canucks will regress a little bit, whereas the Avalanche have yet to reach their their full potential, their final form, so to speak. Uh, but I, I do think that he's he's already knowledgeable enough to know that that now is not when you want to play your best hockey. He's saving it for the playoffs, so that's the case against him. But beyond that, man, like there's there's not really anybody I can see catching. Like, look, Adam Fox is down to eighteen to one now. Finally, after missing um, you know a couple of weeks, he was, he was he was at like seven to one for the longest time. Yeah. Um, so if I, he, he had a chance if he stayed healthy, but now he's going to be behind the eight ball. He's not going to make, uh, make up the ground. Heskinen, Heskinen, he's uh playing behind a stars team. Don't score a lot. I mean, he's, he's an awesome defender and, and uh, the key of that team really, but uh, he's not going to have the stats that Quinn Hughes and, and Caleb Carr potentially could put up. Rasmus Dahlin, I don't think the Sabres are going to make the playoffs. Um, actually I should, I should mention that now. Um, yeah, okay. My my big bet I made this morning was the Sabres to miss the playoffs. Biggest bet of the year so far at uh, $2. Um, it, it's gone up slightly, you know, as people realize, oh, Dave Thompson is out, whatever. And uh, yeah, I mean, Sens and Red Wings shared a point today, so they they're, they don't like to see that. And they're not playing good hop- hockey right now, the, the Buffalo Sabres. They are... Uh, their goaltending is letting them down. They're, they're going between three different guys, which is not a good sign. And uh, they're relying on a rookie, Devon Levi, to, to carry the, the majority of the workload. And like I said, Paige Thompson, he broke his hand, so he's going to be out for more than a month. And they're not getting enough offense, even with him in the lineup, uh, to compensate for their their poor defense. I bet Sabres over 90 and a half to before the season, thinking that the, the young guys would take another step forward, but they haven't really. And yeah, this team is just, it's just not there yet. So I... Fucking smashed Sabres to miss the playoff at, at minus 200. Just because if you look at the Eastern Conference right now, it is 
filled. It is flushed with uh, flushed with good teams. And it, it's like, who, who are they beating out? Are they beating out the Lightning? Are they beating out the Leafs? Are they beating out the Panthers? The Bruins are a lock. And that's just the Atlantic, where the Red Wings are still far ahead of them. And the, the Sens are coming up from behind. They have a game in hand, and I think just one point behind them. And they're just the, the better team, in my opinion. And, and then you look at the Metro. The Metro, like I mentioned before, there's suddenly a, a strong division with, with the Capitals, what they're doing lately. I don't think that'll be sustainable, but certainly uh, they're looking better than the Sabres. And then they get the Flyers coming up. They're looking strong. They should have had a couple more wins, just, just a bit unlucky in a couple games. And the Hurricanes, the Devils, the Rangers are running away with it. Uh, so they're, they're probably going to have four teams in there. So do you tell me the Sabres are, are going to beat out all these uh, Atlantic teams to get in like the, the top three or four in their division? I don't think so. I don't, I don't see it at all. So I just laid the hammer on that. And yeah, like I said, we, we, we like the Jets tomorrow. So that'll be a good start for this uh, campaign for the Buffalo Sabres to miss the playoffs. What do you think about yeah. that? I, th- I think that's a great look, and you, and you got a you got a fantastic line there at minus two hundred. The best time seeing it is minus two forty five. So that's forty five cents cents off. It's, that's a, a quarter a quarter higher, twenty five percent higher of what. Of what it know, should be so. minus four hundred, so it's still good. Yeah, I mean it, it's it's still a good bet, but it's a matter of if you want your money if if. If you're like a casual better where you're not betting that much, it's probably not worth having your money tied up, as you said last last show about Bedard. But like if you're if you're putting big money, if you're putting big money down, if you're viewing it viewing it more as like a, a investment, quote unquote, then yeah, I don't think they're making the playoffs. So as, was, even was, even with Thompson healthy, I don't know if it would have been good enough. I was gonna get into that like uh two shows ago, I think that was, but I said explained the, the Bedard thing. Um ah, flame scored again, Blake Coleman. Um the uh, yeah, I was saying like uh, the, the juice, you're tying up your money for all that, that, that time, but it's different with the Calder because it's a more volatile market, things happen, injuries happen, whatever, and other guys can come up from behind. Plus, it's uh, this is a two way market, so it's either you know they make the playoffs or they miss the playoffs. That's it. In the Calder, there's a thousand different bets you can make, most of them are total shit and, and not worth you know five cents, but uh, like, like say. Uh, say I think that Bedard has a, a 75% chance to win the award, that 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 makes uh, Bedard at minus 250 still a good bet. But if I think that uh, Carlson has a 10% chance to win the award, 40 to 1 is a great bet. So you can have two good bets in the same market. And that, that's the difference between this, where there's a, there can only be one good bet in a, in a two-way market, and that, that is for the Sabres to miss the playoffs. Uh, so, yeah, that's why I'm quite fine with, with laying the juice there this is just a, a great investment and it'll pay off over time uh, and plus it's, it's just more fun to cheer for the the 40 to ones rather than the uh, the plus 180 or whatever it is for the savers to make at this point and yeah so that, that's uh I'm, I'm covering my ass there for anybody coming at me for for saying uh don't lay the juice for this long yeah and that You'll be able to get cash that out two two months prior. I mean, because the season ends mid April, their awards aren't till until late June, and and you're gonna That's know cool. in February March like if if your bet's gonna hit or not. So you're, you're not gonna. I mean, even with Bedard, you might know it's gonna hit, but you're still waiting so long for that, that minus two hundred. But two months shorter. I mean, we're almost into or midway through November here, so that's just five months away. So yeah, that's a, that's a great, great point there. Thank you. What about the Norse? What do you, you have any thoughts on the Norse? Oh yeah, the Norris. Uh, I completely agree that uh, Quinn Hughes at two to one. If that's still there, I think you have to take that. I mean, it's basically. I think it's Quinn Hughes's award to lose right now, unless he gets hurt. I think that's the only possibility, possible way, unless he just goes completely cold and the Canucks go completely cold. But 
yeah, a lot of his points on the power play. 12 of his 25 points or 26 points are on the power play as one shorthanded point. Um, oh no, 13 and 26. Yeah, half and half. I guess McCarr could could come up and, and beat him, especially if there is some sort of injury or, or big cold streak for the Canucks. But like you said, McCarr is focusing on the cup. He's not focusing on on getting the Norris. And Quinn Hughes is going to play his best hockey throughout the whole season. So, and people are already talking about it. People are already talking about him for heart. So, yeah, I think Hughes at two to one, he could be, you know, even money by ne- this month, th- this time next month. Probably. I mean, Makar is, is going to do some things. Plus, he has like the McDavid factor. Everyone knows he's the best defenseman, so that prevents his odds from getting uh, too long. But yeah, I, I think that he should be even money at this point. Just he's he's so good right now, and he's carrying this team in, in a lot of ways. You know, but uh, with what they're doing on the power play, especially like they can't score five on five. That's the big problem. But it doesn't matter if they keep scoring all these power play goals. So yeah, Quinn Hughes is is the runaway favorite. Um, I was distracted. Up. I saw the uh, Sharks are up one nothing on the Blues. Uh, I know very I early that. on. That's that's not good. Uh, blues power play though. Um, so next up is the caller. I don't, there's not much to say here except that Leo Carlson has finally been bet. I see he's fourteen to one at the book I'm looking at. I don't know what you're seeing on the the, the book you're like looking at or or books. Uh, twenty five, twenty five on on this okay. odds comparison site here. All right. Well. Uh, I don't recommend that, but at, when he was at 40 to one, yeah, definitely take some shots there. Um, another thing too, going back to the, what I was, what I was talking about in terms of the, the, the juice and whatever is that um, like now the odds are, or that the players are getting to the right position before we had Bobby Brink ahead of him. We had uh, a Joseph wall ahead of him, Matt Potra ahead of him. These guys are never winning the award. The 0.01% chance they're winning the award. Actually, I shouldn't say that about Wall because I did say that he could win before, but um, highly unlikely anyway. Whereas Carlson, I think, was legitimately had like a, a ten percent chance. But now at fourteen to one, you know that, that's getting close to ten percent. I don't think it's worth it now with, with how um, uh, Bedard is, is just running away with it at this point. I saw Luke Logan Cooley almost scored today, but there, it, was, it was a tip, so he got the assist at least. I don't know if oh. Bedard had any points in uh, the game against the Lightning. They only had two goals, so hopefully not. Um, but yeah, the, uh, the award is obviously Bedard's to lose. He's going to win if he stays healthy, most likely, unless, uh, Carlson just goes an absolute heater. Plus he still has these fucking load management games. He missed the game against the Predators, uh, due to that reason, because they're on the back to back. So that's not good. And while Bedard is playing like 25 minutes a game seemingly. And yeah, this, this is a uh, turning into a boring market because there is, uh, you know, we would mention the vulnerable favorites. Well, Bedard is the opposite. He is a, a fortified favorite. We, we can call it that. He is securely in the driver's seat and probably should be, you know, more expensive than uh, minus 285, to be honest. But again, this is a, you know, it's a long time to, to take that that price to the bank. Um, yeah, I don't I don't really have anything else to add. I, I think Leo Carlson is, is the, should be second, but. It's tough when he, he's missing games and Bedard is just fucking the good. <laughs> yeah, well, I mean Bedard's up to minus three hundred now on a legal book. Do you know how, if he is he up like much higher on the, on that offshore? He was up up like high on before. I'm not sure if you've checked that recently, but Carlson. Yeah, I mean, oh no, Bedard because he was like minus three hundred like a few weeks into the season before all the other books moved. I don't know. He's been flirting with uh, yeah, like maybe the best price I saw on him. After the season started, it was like minus one seventy five, like after yeah. he had those uh the first few games where he was scoring his goals and whatever. But uh, yeah, it's uh 
yeah, it's a boring market now, unfortunately. But uh, hopefully, uh, we we can have, we can get a miracle with with Leo Carlson or or uh, no, that, that's pretty much it. <laughs> I don't think anyone else can win. No. Logan Cooley, I guess, has a chance. He has twelve points and a ten of them are assists. One point behind Bedard and three more games played. Cooley, yeah, arguably has better talent around him, but he he would have to significantly outscore Bedard or have Bedard get hurt or something for for him not to win it at this point. It's unfortunate they're playing in two shit markets too, where nobody's paying attention. Like yes, they have to yeah. really statistically outperform Bedard to win. So yeah, that sucks. But uh, what are you gonna do? Yep. All right. Um, last one, I guess, with the my favorite, my fucking favorite, <laughs> the Jack Adams. Um, yeah, this at this time I've got so much fucking equity. Uh, I'm just I'm I'm overflowing with equity. I am coming out the ears with equity because of all my talking bets. Um, mainly, although there's some other stuff looking good too, like Greg Cronin, a bunch of sixty to one on him. He's down to like fifteen to one, and uh, yeah, uh, uh, Derek Lalonde as well. Um, but right now, at this point, uh, <laughs> just bet my Rick Tockett, really. It's the, he's at five to one here. That that's a better price of the book I'm looking at than uh, most places. Uh, he should be like two to one at this point. Like he's, he's, you mentioned before he was uh, getting, uh, you know, slobbered over on TNT, the national broadcast. Wayne Gretzky was absolutely pumping his tires. Um, yeah. And that's what you want to see when it comes to this kind of thing, especially because it is voted on by broadcasters and the, the, the media types. So absolutely love Rick talk. It's still even at, at a five to one, four to one. And, uh, yeah, he, I mean, the, the Canucks would have to go like sub 500 for him to lose. I think unless, yeah, I mean, Peter Laviolette has a case. I mean, if, you know, a new coach coming in, he turns the Rangers around, turns them into an absolute juggernaut. Like if they do something close to what the Bruins did last year, they keep winning these games, even without Heedle and Fox and just Durkin. Yeah. So he has a case for sure. I, I played some defense. I, I bought some of Lavi at uh, 22 to one. But I can afford to do so because I've got all this equity built in, like I said, with Rick Tockett. So I'm just um, – it's it's the best position to be in because you can still bet Tockett because his odds are, are are still too long. And you can also play defense with, with some of the other guys whose odds are too long. Because Bruce Cassidy, plus 850, never a fucking chance. He's not winning the award. They won the fucking division last year. He would have to, I don't know, lose like six games left in the regular season for him to win. Uh, and they almost lost to the Habs today. So – and Tom McClellan, get the fuck out of here. I don't think so at these uh, short prices. So, yeah, it's it's really just uh, looking down the board. I mean, if, if you think that uh, the, the Sands going to run, DJ Smith back up to 25 to 1. They had a nice win today. He's also the favorite to be the first coach fired, though, or next coach fired, I should say. So that's a bit of a risk. Uh, but they do have a, a – the Sands have started slowly throughout his tenure there. Like the last three years, they always have these, these slow starts, but they pick it up late in the season. Plus, they'll get Pinto back halfway through, and the, the goaltending is still getting used to the new system and whatnot. So I think the Sens will get better over time. Other than that, it's uh, your, your, your boy, Chris Knobloch, down at 20-1. to 1 Yes, I was, was going to mention him. Yeah, that's uh, something to watch, something to watch for sure. Uh, but – yeah, the Oilers definitely have the capability. I mean, we, we would talk about their expected goals, uh, the Corsi, like their, their their numbers are excellent. It's just a uh, failure to put the puck in the net and a failure to make some saves. And if they if they do those things and the Oilers come with the, this miracle run here to get back uh, near the top of the division, I guess he could be live. So I'll, I'll be keeping my eye on, on that knob 
Um, but uh, <laughs> it's still it's still a, a wait and see with the Oilers because they they beat the Kraken twice. Come on, the, the Kraken suck. They're about to fire their coach seemingly. Um, I've got my eye on Dave Haxall, next coach fired. He's still in double digits. Um, yeah, we'll see how the, the game at the Islanders goes today. I think that's uh, two to one for the Kraken now. So. Uh, yeah, Andre name the Coyotes won again today, 20 to 1. That's decent. Uh, Paul Marie is 15 to 1. Get the fuck out of here. Um, yeah, Jim Montgomery, 15 to 1. Nope, nope, nope. So, yeah, it's just these these teams that missed the playoffs last year and have a case to make uh major improvements. So, the voters reward the coaches for these uh massive improvements. So, those are the guys that I always look towards because their odds are always gonna be far better than these, these guys in established playoff teams. So, yeah. That that's uh, I love this fucking market. Yeah, I, I mean, Lavia at twenty to one. I think that that's a bit long for where where the Rangers are right now, especially without the, without those key players. If if Shesterkin can turn it on, if Fox can come back and be a Norris Trophy candidate, uh, yeah, they could win the President's Trophy. It would probably take take the Canucks falling off a bit, but for twenty to one, I don't mind that at all. Chris Knobloch at, at twenty five to one. You know, Oilers have now won three in a row. Maybe he he unlocks something, or the Oilers finally get the luck that they've been trying trying to earn over, over the start of the season and they make the playoff I mean, they're probably gonna make the playoffs but if they make a push for the division could see there that there at 25 to 1 and i thought you were gonna say uh john tortorella 35 to 1 when you were saying my boy there 35 to 1 There's for Tor- too many fucking coaches man i bet like the too many coaches but yes tortorella he's he's on the march now like what went that two three games in a row now the the flyers yeah. so they're, they're, so they're cooking again like game? I hope you guys got on some uh, better numbers than I did. The, the, the Flyers are up to 175 to one for the division at some point. Uh, that's better than my 125 to one, at least. And they're, they're back in the mix. I haven't looked at the the Metro standings in a in a couple games here. Where, where, where are they? Where are they in the standings? I, I, don't, I don't think they're in the mix for the division. Oh, come on, have a have a belief here. All right, they're they're fifth. They're only six six behind the Rangers. Uh, two games uh, behind. Uh, they they played two more games, but whatever. Things could happen. Things could happen. It's early. It's early. Plenty of time. Yeah. Exactly. At, at, exactly. at thirty at thirty five to one, if the Flyers make the playoffs, which they're five six to one to do, like that's seven times better than than that. So, yeah, if you're not on torts already, if you're not too too heavy on target, throw something on torts. Thirty five to one. I love the Flyers at five to one for playoffs. Still, I got them an eight to one, but not five to one is just as good, really, because uh, I I think they have a. A very good chance of making. I mean, they're they're right they're they're, they're right ahead. Uh, they're right <laughs> they're right behind the Hurricanes. Then they play the same yeah. amount of games. Um, and yeah, like I said, the, the Sabers aren't making it. The Habs look going to cool down. They already lost three in a row. Um, Islanders are falling apart. Blue Jackets fuck out about it. And uh, the Penguins, we both think that they ultimately miss. And yeah, I mean that that eliminates uh, a lot of those the, the fodder teams. So just beat one or two of these good teams, and all of a sudden the, the Flyers are in it, and their 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 numbers are great. Like if you look at the uh, expected goals and whatnot, they're 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 up there. They're definitely um worthy of a, a playoff spot. So uh, five to one, excellent bet, I think. Yeah, I agree. And as long as long as Carter Hart is healthy, which you know he's always seemed to have nagging injuries, lower body injuries throughout his career. I mean, his injury this year was fucking having the shits. So. Hopefully you can uh, avoid some of that out of food poisoning uh, fish out in San Jose, and you can you know yeah put this team on his back because they're their tenth best expected goals four percent at five on five. Tortorella's got them playing the right way, and they're even without out Ristolainen. I know I shit on him, but he's a he's a solid top four defenseman for them. Um, there's no really been any update on him, but if he can come back, you know yeah the Flyers are definitely definitely live for the playoffs. Uh, just just not for the division, I would say. 
All right. We'll see. We'll see. There's plenty of hedging opportunities when you have 175 to one. Uh, yeah. You just bet the fuck out of the Rangers, I guess. That, that, that's very true. Uh, any other team futures you got your eyes on here? I just want to close this one out. One more. One more. And this one was one I almost placed today. <laughs> I gave it some thinking. I wanted to bet the Flames to miss the playoffs at minus 155. I spent some time thinking. 45 minutes later, they moved up to minus 165. So I'm like, oh, okay, let's see what happens tonight. Hopefully the Canucks win, but if the Canucks lose, it'll get a better price for Flames to miss the playoffs tomorrow. And so far, the Flames are up 3-1. to one. So I'm absolutely going to hammer the, the Flames to miss the playoffs tomorrow because it's going to be a, a flame sale. Like we keep saying, like everybody's interested in their players and their players are not interested in staying in Calgary. So the, the GM's going to be moving these guys. So I, I got to get on that before those trades happen because then this line's going to skyrocket up and the, the Flames are not going to make the playoffs. And at, that's a great price. I should have just, just done it right when I saw the number. Um, but uh, hopefully we get a better price if they win this game. Uh, either way, minus 160, I'll still do that tomorrow. I don't give a fuck. Uh, the, 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 the Canucks are making it. The Knights are making it. The Kings are making it. Even the Docs have a chance to make it. And then there's the uh, the Jets, the Avs, the Stars, the Coyotes, a bunch of teams in the, the Central as well. So, yeah, the Flames have a – the Oilers coming up from behind them too. They're looking like themselves. So, the, the this might be even better, a bigger bet than the than the Sabres bet. Like both these teams are not making the playoffs. You can even parlay them if you can't, uh, if you don't want to pay the juice. So, absolutely love the, the Flames to miss the playoffs. Bet that when uh, those markets reopen, uh, preferably after they beat the Canucks here. Though hopefully the, the the Canucks pull it out in the end. Uh, although I have the under in this one, so that'd be uh, still no. Man, Canucks win is always best. Let's <laughs> fucking so go, Canucks. Yeah, I think that's that's a great luck. Flames to miss the playoffs here, minus one sixty two. That that should hopefully come down if they get a win tonight. Yeah, and then the Wild behind them too. Like the Wild, the Wild. I know, I know, we hate on them, but they're they're going to be more competitive than the Blues down the stretch and the Coyotes yeah. down the stretch. Hopefully, so they have a yeah. better chance than the Blues to make the playoffs, even still. Um, and yeah, that's another one that I got my on Dean Evason to miss to next goes fire, but he's down to three to one now. So I missed the boat on that after betting eighteen to one. And the fucking Oilers got rid of Jay Woodcroft. Terrible decision. Fuck you, Ken Holland and then uh, Jack whatever your name is, the McDavid's old agent. Ah, uh, that pissed me off. Um. All right, there. That's our uh, weekly or so player award team future update. There, I think I've got some. You know, markets are they're they're starting to narrow down. Starting to get only a few candidates and at each award. So hopefully it can remain interesting throughout the season. But if, if not, hopefully you guys got in some good bets here early on. For uh, for the entertainment's sake, I hope they're interesting. Unlike last year where they were all decided by like January. But for my sake, I hope they're all decided <laughs> in like three weeks. <laughs> all my guys are like minus 300. But as, as I think that they are on course to be pretty quickly here, if things maintain the same pace. But yeah, in terms of, of, of doing these segments, it's not going to be interesting if uh, all the Canucks guys are minus uh, 600. <laughs> yeah, we'll have to have to do more more team futures. We'll go to division by division. More, more tedious stuff. So yeah, I mean, hopefully for, for your bankroll, it, they kind of run away. But yeah, also some, some entertainment, some content uh, on the side of it. We'll, we'll see what happens there. Uh, make sure you subscribe to the Hockey Game Podcast on YouTube as well as wherever you listen to your podcasts. Uh, Apple is a five-star rating and review. So I have something to read here in the show. Or I'll read your YouTube comments too. We haven't had any YouTube comments in a while. So uh, make sure you do that. Give us some likes. Uh, subscribe there as well. Uh, get in the Discord. SG.PN slash 
Discord. Always a great time in there, throwing out bets, throwing out all types of stuff in there. So make sure you get there. Follow us on Twitter at HockeySGPN, our social media assistant producer. Doing a great job there. Pumping out the content. And, um, yeah, make sure you follow me on Twitter at I'm Ryan Gilbert. Follow me on Twitter at RGilbertSOP. And I'm Joel Meyer, and uh, you likely find me eating some salami tonight. We're looking on, on pace for uh, uh, the, the daily goals over 58 and a half. I think I think we're on Are we? That. I, I, th- I, thought it, I thought it was not looking good earlier. No, no, no. We had the like there's eleven goals in the, in the Habs Knights game. We, we should be on pace. Right, Not, yes. Nine goals in the early game. No, we, we yeah. should be eating well tonight. Eat the meat. Gobble gobble. See ya. <laughs>